Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be how men become soft in relationships over time. So I've got an email from a guy. He says his girlfriend is totally in love with him, and he is in love with her, obviously, thanks to this beautiful little book with the blue cover and the beautifully shaven head of its author. So he's got several things that his woman has kind of given him grief on. They're experiencing a little bit of friction in their relationship. And he's done a good job of opening her up and talking to her and discussing her concerns. But what you see is how, I mean, it's still early in the relationship, but how over many months and years or decades, the longer you're with somebody, if you're not as a man, if you're not completely sure or certain of yourself and you're displaying weakness or indecisiveness or you're just not 100% certain, what happens is guys just become soft. And so I had actually Dr. Deanna of BeSimplyWell.com and his wife Ashley here over the weekend. We talked a lot about that. And what's funny is that Ashley is seven, seven and a half months pregnant now. And Dominic's got a little bit of uh, a small little belly. Almost, almost. I was joking, teasing him that like he's got a little bit of a baby bump himself. And he's like, I haven't worked out in a year. And then Ashley stopped working out as well. And so they've been together, I think, about four years total. And so we were talking about that. It's when you're when you're single, it's easy to want to take care of yourself and look good and feel good. But when you're in a relationship with somebody. And it's like, eh, let's skip working out today. And that's why it's really important that if you're going to be in a relationship with somebody, that they have the same values when it comes to health and fitness. Because if you're very fit and healthy and the person you're dating wants nothing to do with it and constantly is looking for excuses to weasel out of working out and dating and say you're a guy that's fit and healthy and you get into a relationship with a woman who's very attractive but she doesn't like to work out, What's going to happen over many months, many years, especially you have a few kids, what happens is you just can't help but become like her. And so it's really important as a man to be disciplined and have rituals and choose very carefully who you get into a relationship with. Because if you get into a relationship, if you're fit and healthy with somebody who is the exact opposite of that, then I mean, it happened to me. Years ago, I had a, had a girlfriend who, when I met her, she claimed that she was very, I mean, she looked amazing, was into health and fitness. And then as I got to know her, her idea of health was walking on the treadmill once or twice a week for 10 or 15 minutes. And it's kind of funny now, it's like I look at her, she's gotten married, she got pretty fat, she got overweight, became overweight. And I knew that, and I saw that at the time, but I remember when we were together, it's like, I just, it just happens over many months. You're together. There's just excuses come up and you're laying in bed together. Okay, we'll go work out tomorrow. And then months go by and you're like, man, I haven't been to the gym. And I remember one time she's like, she's like, you're a fatty. And so I was like, my pants are getting a little tight. I was like, what the hell? And so she just didn't have the same kind of values. And when, like I said, when I met, she looked amazing. But she just, because of where she came from, there were lots of hills in the city. She did a lot of walking up and down the hills. And so she's just naturally going to have an amazing body with amazing curves. 
But the longer we were together, it's like they just work on you constantly. And then we're eating meals at 11, 12 o'clock at night. Great home-cooked meals, but throwing in some carbs there. You eat a big meal, and then you go to bed. It's like three or four months of that. It's like 10, 15 pounds. Come on just like that. So it happens. So this is why it's really important to make sure you get into a relationship with somebody that has the same goals, has the same values, especially Otherwise, they're just going to wear you down and become soft over time because guys are like, oh, I just don't want to listen to her complain. I don't want to deal with the silent treatment. I don't want to deal with her being angry. And then they become a pleaser. And it's one little thing here, one little thing there. And then you take that over several decades. And then it's easy to see why people balloon up nicely and just don't take care of themselves and don't have a very good relationship. It happens slowly over time. You got to remember, women are always testing your strength. They're always looking for the chink in the armor. And people tend to do more to avoid pain than they do to gain pleasure. And it's just, like I said, it happens always. It's happened to me before. You'll see Dominic and Dominic and Ashley, we spoke this whole weekend about these different things because they both struggle with it. Because Ashley's always been into yoga and very healthy, but... Hey, now they're a married couple. They got a baby on the way. It happens. But the key is, is not to let it become a permanent state of mind. Otherwise, you end up supersizing yourself. And then your kids are going to follow that example. That's the harsh reality. The interesting thing is like, what is it, like 74% of Americans are either obese or overweight. I was like, that's horrendous. That's a horrendous figure. So I have a quote that I wrote, and then we'll go through his email. And the quote says, Women are always testing a man's strength to see if they are strong enough to love and support them for their own reassurance and comfort that the men still care. Acts of love, appreciation, and giving should be sweet and spontaneous, not become robotic rituals of resentful obligation with no heart or love behind them. Men must always be consistent, disciplined, and reliable. When they are not, they become indecisive and vacillate between being masculine and feminine. When men are inconsistent, women don't trust their masculine core or their leadership, causing them to feel unsafe. Life isn't all sunshine and roses. Alpha males have bad days, but they do not make it a habitual way of life or where they live emotionally. Strong men always find a way to recover, grind, and move forward when things go sideways. Being a disciplined man goes a long way. And it helps you hold your lady accountable. But you're not you don't want to fix her up or you don't want somebody that's not doesn't have the same values as, as you and they fight you on it. And you're like, I don't want to work out. I don't have any desire to. If you're a healthy person, I wouldn't suggest getting into a relationship with somebody that has absolutely no desire. To work out or take care of themselves because it just shows a total lack of self-love and self-respect that's a harsh reality so he says hi coach the girl and i are exclusive and madly in love with each other all thanks to you i can confidently say she is 10 out of 10 in love with me and i'd like to share with you an interesting situation i am and i need your opinion on her words contradict your lessons but also contradicts her own we gotta remember if you're vacillating or if you're unsure of yourself, women are going to test you. But they're always going to test your resolve. 
If you display any kind of softness, they're going to test you. That's why humor is such an important part of a good, healthy relationship, as well as good, healthy friendships. Good, good friends are people to whom you can speak aloud, break each other's balls, mess with each other, laugh and tease each other. That's My close friends were all like that. Even my family were always busting on each other. We're always ripping on each other, always having a good time. And that's the important thing. Because there's enough hard things going on in life, you got to find a way to not take it yourself too seriously or life too seriously and find a way to laugh and be playful. He says, something was troubling her and I could see it in her face and I worked to pull out the info out of her and she told me the following. It bothers her that she's only seeing me based on my schedule. I then t remember when women are in love, they want your attention all the fucking time. And if you're not able to spend as much time with her as you'd like, because obviously they're dating, they're probably not living together yet and not married. So looking at that, you shouldn't take it as something to get upset about or angry or justify. Just understand that what she's really trying to communicate is she wants more of you. When she, women are in love, they want your attention all the fucking time constantly and so if she sees that your schedule gets in the way of her spending time with you it typically will come out as complaining so it's not something to get butthurt or upset or rationalize it away take it as a compliment take it as a compliment that she wants to see you as much as she can but you can't compromise and start leaving work early and sacrificing your performance at work or at your business to please your girlfriend or wife because then that's going to affect your career and your income and that's going to cause you to not feel balanced and stable and then when you don't feel balanced and stable it's going to be harder to be centered around her especially when you're having a bad day and she's breaking your balls about not spending enough time he says i then told her that i don't think she would be in love with me if i if I was a person who would always clear my schedule to spend time with her. And she agreed. Yeah, the key is just to understand that she wants to spend more time with you. Now, guys that are in long-term relationships where, where they get into these conversations and they're not making time for her, they're not dating her, they're not doing family things with the kids, you're never home, you never spend time with us, and it goes on for months and years, and then eventually she gets tired of it because he's not showing up. And then she leaves. She goes and gets a divorce attorney. He always seems to make time for the divorce attorney because the courtship never ends. But it's good. It's a good sign that she's complaining that you don't spend enough time. But at the end of the day, a man's purpose and mission comes first and foremost. It's just like the guy that has to go off to war. That's what he signed up for. He has to do his duty, even though she wants him to stay because it's safe, she respects him more as a man because he does his duty. He says, it bothers her that I make all the decisions and planning. Well, that's a man's role as the leader. She's bothered that when we hang out, I usually have a planned time to leave and she doesn't want to do it, but I insist that we do. She probably wants a little bit more spontaneity, which there's nothing wrong with that. But if you start leaving things up in the air and not nailing down plans, then what you'll find is then she'll start doing things with other people. 
He says, I then asked her, would she prefer to be with a man who gets her to make all the decisions? She said, no, I don't want a man who can't make his own decisions. So like maybe on your day off, instead of if you guys are laying in bed together and instead of having everything planned out that you're going to do over the whole weekend, just do something fun and spontaneous. She tells me it bothers her that I don't call her. I tell her we always have dates set up, so I prefer to meet instead of talking on the phone. I would just say, babe, it's like, this is the 21st century. It's not 1950 anymore. If you want to talk to me, you should text me or call me. And I'm not always going to be available, but quite frankly, when I see your name pop up on my phone, it always makes me smile. It makes me happy. I feel joy in my heart. It warms my heart because you're my joy. So if you're missing me, send something sweet. But so here's the interesting thing about that is that if she's constantly complaining about it and starting to get angry about it, then what I typically tell guys to do is surprise her in a different way, whether it's a random phone call or an email or a card that you mail to her or something, that, a little love letter that you write and you put it in her purse. Just once a week, do something different where you reach out and just let her know that you care about her or you were thinking about her. But don't do the same thing every week because then it becomes a ritual that you start to resent. You want things to be fun, spontaneous, and unpredictable. I told her that she is now in love with me because of how I've led the relationship. So I'm going to continue leading the relationship to ensure we both stay madly in love with each other. Well, the infatuation is going to wear off after 6 to 12 months. That's the reality. But if you care, and she cares about you, you'll continue to court her and make dates but obviously that the feelings of euphoria that you have, it's like that always wears off after a while. And that's why it's important to make sure you're with somebody that you actually like hanging out with and that you want to listen to what she has to say. And being around her is not like nails on the chalkboard. Whenever we meet, she's always holding my hand, telling me she loves me, and we're always kissing and making love with each other. If she ever leaves the room, I never chase her and she always comes back to my lap like a kitty cat always wanting my attention. That's perfect. I've listened to your Audible book nine times and I'm on the fifth reading of your book now along with books like Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus, Way of the Superior Man, and some Red Pill books, although some of the Red Pill books take it to the extreme in my opinion. Yeah, a lot of those dudes in the Red Pill community are fucking toxic and they're wounded little boys and they're pissed off at men and they're looking for validation for their model of the world. And so they judge and say all women are the same, but they don't really do anything to improve their ability to pre-qualify or pre-screen the women. If you believe all women are the same, guess what? All women are the same and you're going to keep attracting the same kind of women. So if you're not happy with the kind of women you've dated in the past or been with in the past, you got to look at what you're doing to attract them into your life. I mean, at the end of the day, you're deciding to go out on dates with them. You're deciding to spend time with them. You're deciding to invite them into your bedroom and into your life. And if they turn out to be a bad match for you, well, that's on you. And as a man, you got to take personal responsibility for it. He said, The Rational Male is quite a decent book. Yeah, I think The Rational Male is a good book and every man should read it. But it shouldn't become your fucking religion. Because the reality is everybody wants to date. When I talk about hypergamy, 
everybody wants to date up. Every guy wants to date a hotter girl than most people would think they deserve to be with and vice versa. All women want to be with the best guy that they can get. We're both biologically driven to mate with the most dominant members of the opposite sex because they're going to produce stronger offspring, better kids, and better kids will have a better chance of surviving to adulthood and reproducing themselves, thereby passing on the family genes. There's way too many people get wrapped up in the rational mail book and they're fucking bitter as hell. And I see them on my YouTube channel all the time and they're just dicks. If I have a, one of my girls on, friends on, family on, it's like, and the, just the comments, it's like, any, or I answer an email for a woman. It's like they, they take it as an opportunity to talk shit and belittle women because they want to get women under their thumb because they don't feel good about themselves and you don't build yourself up by tearing other people down that's like self-help 101 and so i don't really have any respect for people that go and have these channels and write books and all they do is cry about women and single moms it's like dude look in the fucking mirror you pussies seriously take extreme ownership of your life like jocko willink says everything that's in your life it's there because you attracted it through your actions or the level and tenor of your thoughts that's what self-reliant men do they say hey I fucked up shouldn't have got serious with that girl but you know what i'm gonna learn from it i'm gonna do better next time around when i see those red flags i'm not gonna ignore them he says did i handle the situation well enough well i'd say you did a pretty good job i just I gave you a little bit of critique on each thing. The important thing is to remember to be fun and playful. Be a little more spontaneous. Don't be so ritualistic about everything. But keep in mind also, especially like the comment that she was making about everything's all planned out, just means to be more spontaneous. But don't just start leaving all your plans up in the air because if you do that, you're going to start getting jerked around and that becomes irritating as well. She needs to respect and value your time. And right now, she does. And so it's important to set and enforce healthy boundaries. Explain to her what you expect. If you're a very busy professional and you got a busy life with friends and family and other people you got to spend time with as well in addition to her, then she's going to have to be cool with you planning most things out because most of my life is planned out. My appointments and things of that nature, I can't just fly by the seat of my pants. But typically the weekends I like to be a little more easygoing have times that I get together with people and hang out. And then what we do, a lot of times, is kind of spontaneous stuff. The plan is to have a good time, to have fun, and to try to learn something. So if you've got a question or a challenge in your personal or professional life and you'd like to get my help, go to understandrelationships.com, click the products tab at the top of your screen, and book a coaching session with yours truly. You can read 3% Man. I highly recommend you read this 10 to 15 times to really learn it. This guy's been through, I think, what, four or five times. It's a good start, but a lot of guys fuck up when they go, hey, things are going great. I don't need to read this anymore. And then a year or two down the road after they've had a breakup and then they start reading the book again, they're like, oh, shit, I should have listened to Corey. Also, you can read Mastering Yourself, my second book. It's a book about self-reliance in the members area of my website. And then, obviously, the third book that just came out a few months ago quotes ruminations and contemplations is available everywhere so until next time i will talk to you soon